0: My bed. Hey Jackie. Hey Jen.
1: What's up? Um, nothing. I watched the whales today, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. We have a very special guest today for everyone who is listening. Um, we were told by one of our listeners if we could talk about vet stuff because we are in uh, the field and we hardly ever, I guess, discuss or go into what that is or how that affects our lives or makes our lives run but we do have miss liz who is vet tech of the world extraordinaire (laughs) this bitch has so many letters after her name as in like titles and certificates and all the fucking rest that you think this bitch just just went off into her old alphabet It's crazy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I did. I made my own alphabet. That's exactly what happened.
3: You did. So wait, you have RVT, LVT, CVT, right? Right, yes. So I have
2: three of the four available veterinary technician titles in the U.S. What's the other one? Uh, LVMT, which is only in Tennessee. Licensed
3: veterinary medical technician?
2: Precisely, yes.
3: Let's fucking get that, too. (laughs) Um, And then you have an... M A.
2: I have an MED, M- a master's M-ED in education, education. and I have, a v- I have a VTS in small animal internal medicine and a VTS in emergency and critical care. So VTS stands for veterinary technician specialty. That's a certification. And then I'm also a certified veterinary cannabis counselor. I am fear-free.
3: So <laughs> wait, so that's RVT uh, 420? Just okay. kidding.
1: <laughs> that's four twenty. Exactly- oh,
3: I wish we had thought of that. That's you so should have thought of that. Ugh. You should
2: have. Uh, I have a. I, I'm fear free certified, and I am low stress handling certified. So hmm.
1: we get it, Liz. You don't have a life. Okay. I'm also. Yes,
2: I mean, that's the truth. I'm also because I'm also a recover certified instructor, so I can certify people in veterinary CPR as well. So, yeah, Uh, basically, I have no life. Yeah. Wait, no,
3: but then, wait, there's more because obviously, being a a recover instructor, you're also ALS and BLS certified. I am, yes, that's true. (laughs) And wait, and you're something else too. Oh, you're the president of the NVPU.
2: I am the president of the National Veterinary Professionals Union. That is correct, yes.
1: Okay. Very
2: exciting job.
1: Listeners, if you thought I was playing, what how do you feel about it now? <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of letters there. This, it's a, this, yeah. this bitch is legit as as fuck. As it comes, genie she, She's the one. I
3: think, I think she's the most legit. Like I drop her name at my work here in Nebraska and people are all like, Oh, you know Liz? And I'm like, Fuck yeah, I know Liz.
1: Yeah, she's like a celebrity in this vet tech industry oh yeah yeah
2: i was just talking to somebody about that today and uh, <laughs> i don't want to be a celebrity
1: you girl you it's earned it bad. okay you, <laughs> you fucking you earned ate. that shit <laughs> you should be proud i'm proud to know you shit i'm Aww. like yeah liz that's the hobby. Right. that's the homie. Yeah. i love that I like
3: you you earned it and you know because we're techs and we have no life uh we worship you guys we worship each other or something like that. So something it's too bad. Like that, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah so, I yeah. really,
2: so yeah, I mean, I heard you guys on your the last episode say that somebody asked about talking about the veterinary industry and I said, I want to come on.
1: That's the one. Uh,
3: yep, and so then we had to have a meeting and say, do we really want this bitch on? I don't know. <laughs> we had to take a vote and there was only two of us, so. And it was unanimous, yes, <laughs>
1: obviously. Oh, God. Um, Liz was actually on another podcast that JSR had. So she's, this is not her first time. She's not a pod virgin. Oh, no,
3: no, no. And then you've been on other ones too, right? You've been on.
1: I was on the Veterinary
2: Viewfinder. I uh, have been on a couple of podcasts. Yes. You were on the.
3: Yes. Yeah. but none with as much swearing oh, no, <laughs> and, as as much,
1: and as much ghetto shit. <laughs> Definitely
2: not. I'm really looking forward to some hood rat shit today for hey, sure. Hey girl,
1: you, your girl's here for you.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then Jackie and I of course are connected. Well, I used to work with Jen and Jackie both yes. and then <laughs> um, Jackie and I are further connected and Jen um, because I have several tattoos from Jackie's boyfriend.
1: That's Correct. right. Yeah. If y'all are in the Bay area, Holler at your girl. We could hook you up some tattoos. Yes. There you go, babe. Shout out to you. He don't care. He don't listen, but that's fine.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But I got compliments again. I was, where the fuck was I? Oh no. You know what? I went into a room to present a treatment plan to like some client whose animal was legit dying. And she was like, okay, yeah, but where did you get your tattoos? (laughs) And I was like, oh, California. She was like, figures and I'm like his name is Brandon and he's great and you can go on Instagram and blah blah blah. but you know I mean that's how good the tattoos are but you do have,
2: have a Nebraska tattoo
3: I do I do and actually it's funny because when I mentioned that one people are like oh it's that Instagram girl and I'm like yes it is because <laughs> because she's great too yeah
1: because she's yeah.
2: awesome it's a beautiful yeah. tattoo it is
1: uh Liz it has is. a really cool tattoo that says uh, something cool on her arm let the people yeah. go
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's from the handmaid's tale it is uh, like fake latin it says nolete te bastardes carborundrum which means don't let the bastards grind you down
1: amen you know a- that's right men a- there's a
3: real way to say that in latin too right it's just that they specifically do it wrong in handmaid's tale
2: yes they specifically yeah. do it wrong for some for some reason i don't it's not really clear in the book why they do the fake latin but Mm
1: -hmm. now is the book the book is always fucking better than the tv stuff but i tried to watch the handmaid's tale and i got like a season or so in and i it just didn't hook me and i and i don't understand why what's wrong with me i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i feel like something's wrong with me because i feel like there's a fucking hype about it and usually when there's a hype about it i like to investigate you know i'm not a hater and i'm like i'm not gonna jump on that everybody's on that i'm like let me see what the people are talking about and why. So I tried it and it didn't really hook me in. So I don't know if it's one of those, but I also felt that way about Game of Thrones the first time around. I tried watching Uh it and then I had to revisit it. And then I was like, this is the best shit that's ever happened to me. So (laughs) so maybe, maybe I just need to revisit it. Or would you suggest me read the book instead?
2: No, the the show goes so far beyond the book. So I would do the show, but I think, my husband, for example, did not like the first season because he felt okay, like okay. everybody was helpless. He didn't understand why nobody was fighting back. Okay, okay. Um, and then it gets it gets better.
1: Okay, so maybe I just need to get past that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Was okay. that what you had a
2: problem with, or what do you think? Why do you think you didn't get hooked?
1: I, I don't understand. I don't yeah. understand. I don't know that it was for something specific. I just think just just all around. I'm usually like, oh, my God, I got to see the next episode. I have to see what happens. And it, it wasn't like that for me. I was just kind of like, all right, let's see what happens next. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Okay. Let's keep going. Like, you know. But it wasn't enough to, like, be like, holy shit. Like, to go and be like, did you see this? Blah, blah. blah. Like, talk to somebody about it, you know. All right. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to revisit it because I know that you, you really like that shit. And when I see, I like, cool Instagram stuff, I'm always like, I got to tag Liz in this. <laughs> well, you know? Yeah.
2: I mean and I did dress up as a handmaid for Halloween. And so. she did
1: the whole thing. So it's like <laughs> And I'm like Liz likes it. Liz likes it. Why the fuck could I like it? I don't understand. Yeah. maybe I'll try to revisit that. Can't can't revisit the the fucking
2: program. Come I'm on. trying,
1: bitch. I'm trying. Okay. That's hey. why i that's why I'm further investigating what's wrong with me. <laughs> Listeners, if y'all have any suggestions as to what the fuck my problem is, please let me know. Oh, I
2: don't think you want to ask the internet that question. That Wait, is, you a, know what? That is dangerous.
1: Come, come, come at me, please, people. I will fight you. I don't care. You know, but I'm asking for it, so I should. You know, I can handle it. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll back you up. Thank I got you. your back. Thank you. Uh, so let's let's get into the industry of things, shall we, ladies? Let's
2: get into it. Yes.
1: Please. Um, how, how do you guys want to do this? I mean, we asked questions. Uh, we have answers. So do you guys just want to do it that? Or do you want to, like, each background of us? How are we doing this? That's how professional we are, listeners. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> Let's yeah. dive into
2: the questions, I think. I don't know, okay. Jen. What do you think? Yeah, is- no, I think that's fine.
1: And And whatever
3: background we need to add, when we add it, we can add it. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. So the first question that we proposed was, do you have pets? You know? And 89% of our listeners do, 11 don't. And we went further to be like, okay, what kind you got? We got dogs and fishes. We got cats. We got turtles. uh, We have shitheads. I got one of those. (laughs) It's a specific breed. Um, uh, Let's see, beagles. Yeah, that's a dog. Uh, Tortoise, guinea pig, specifically Great Danes. Um, Lots of cats. Chinchillas. And oh i know, who that, is. So I know who that is shout out we'll just uh, shout out to erica hey girl hi erica <laughs> she a real one um so yeah we got we're all over the place the only thing i don't wait, think so, we have here is like birds
3: wait but did we have any hamsters uh i don't see... what's wrong with people <laughs> why don't you have
1: hamsters what's wrong um, with you bitch? maybe that's the better question we, we don't have hamsters are... for a reason
3: Oh my God. I was in the pet store today. I was at, well, like Petco, right? And you know, they have all the small pets and okay. So it's Nebraska. So they had ferrets and they had gerbils and there was a ferret. It was really hot. And the ferret was just lying on its back like a dog. It was really cute. But then there was this hamster and it was so cute and it was shredding up its little paper. And I was like, why don't I have a hamster right now? I love hamsters.
1: I cannot do any kind of animal that eats and shits all day consistently. Like that's its job. Like if if I want to cuddle with you and you're going to be shitting and pissing on me like rats, hamsters, guinea pigs, I can't do it. Um, That's personal, personal opinion. Mm. All right.
3: Mm -hmm. I just can't do it.
1: I'll do maybe a bird. I can do maybe a bird only because it's not as often and birds I feel are pretty interesting, like big parrots and things like that.
3: I don't know. I'm against any animal that shits and pees out of the same hole. I am not okay.
1: Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Personally, Liz, do you have have pets? Yes. I have two dogs and two cats. Yes. Okay. Okay. How did we acquire these animals? So uh, one came
2: from the Humane Society. My husband always wanted a little dog. We had a what I consider a medium sized dog. He was about 55, 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of that as medium. Yeah. Um, he thinks of that as a big dog. That's
1: ginormous. But
2: we-, <laughs> we do have a rule in our house that we cannot have a dog uh, whose poop takes more than one hand to pick up.
1: Oh, that's a solid rule. I think it's that's a good, a good rule. rule. It's a good that's rule. That's a very good rule. So
2: there goes out the window my dream of having a Great Dane or a Leon burger, for example, uh, because they have giant shits. So sites. that's not going to happen. Uh, so, I got, so we had this medium-sized dog, and I went to the shelter uh, back in the day when we got her. She's 13 years old. So back in those days in Santa Clara County, where I live, um, there were no small dogs in the shelters. It was all... Pit bulls and lab mixes, that was all you could find in shelters. Nowadays, it's all chihuahuas and So it's all like, yeah. yeah. But back then you couldn't find small dogs. So there was, I had a friend who was, I was in tech school with, and she was working at the shelter and she was like, oh my God, we have a small dog as a stray. So I went to meet her. And, uh, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, let I'm, I want to adopt her. And then my husband went to meet her and he sat in the room with the staff and they brought the dog in and she just ran around in a circle and barked and barked and barked and oh, barked. God. And my was like, <laughs> what is happening? And the woman said, um, he said, well, what, what's her name? And the woman said, oh, we've just been calling her La Diabla. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but we brought her home and she's been great she's 13 now and um she's she's a lovely little dog she's insane but she's lovely she's a Pomeranian mix and then I have a Chihuahua mix who uh we actually got from my previous workplace so someone brought her him in because he was sick and they couldn't take him they couldn't keep him um and so I ended up adopting him and uh the cats One cat uh, we just adopted a year ago from the shelter, also from the Humane Society. She's our tortie, uh, and she's a wonderful kitten. We adore her. She's also insane, but she's a cat, so that goes without saying. And then we have a boy cat, and that's Mr. Charlie, and he came um, from the clinic where I do relief and where I take my pets. He was found outside in a rainstorm by uh, the by a woman who knows the practice manager of this practice. And um, he had a chip, and they called, and the woman said, oh, thank you so much for co- for finding him. I'm going to be right down to, to get him. Um, and they waited uh, two hours. She didn't show up. They called her back. Uh, it went straight to voicemail. Um, they called her again in another hour because they were getting ready to close, and uh, they had, the woman had blocked the clinic's number.
1: Wow, what a bitch yeah just
2: do
3: that all the time
2: yeah,
1: yeah. so, so yeah but
2: he's he's a, such a sweet cat i'm really it was i can't believe anyone would just put him out and not want him back he's really he's a great cat so yeah cool
1: mm. JSR.
3: um okay so i have uh, a I have three small dogs according to liz's criteria <laughs> um but two of them are actually medium size so we have domo She. When we moved to Hayward back in the day, um, we had this neighbor who kept coming to our house when we were like still trying to move in saying, hey, do you want to buy this dog? Hey, do you want to buy this dog? I want, do you want to buy my dog? Like every day he would be like, do you want to buy my dog? Finally, we're like, you know, we can't have a dog right now because we're not moved in yet. But you know, when once we're moved in, let's talk. You know, if you, if you have a dog and you don't want it, we'll, we'll look at her, right? And uh, he kept coming every day. Finally, he comes with the dog and she's adorable and Mm -hmm. I love her. And he's like, I really want to get some beer. So can you please buy my dog? So I was like, okay, fine.
1: So we bought her. What? So this man was flinging his dog to buy beer?
3: Yes. So I think what happened, like you guys know what Domo looks like, right? She could almost be like part pit, right? But she's also very labby and pointery. I think maybe when she was a puppy, they thought that she was a pit. And maybe they thought that she was not a lady and maybe they were going to, they were buying her so that, you know, they could strut around the hood or whatever. Yeah. And then when they found out that she was a a girl who wouldn't hurt a fly, they were like, fuck this. So, so that's how we got her. She is, um, old now. She's like, she's like 10, Mm -hmm. um, and, and she's great, and she loves Nebraska. She, like, used to have all these problems where she would just have, like, a fever of unknown origin, and then she was, like, getting lame in the back, and, and she was on all these meds. And then we moved to Nebraska, and she's fine. Huh. So. Wow. That's a miracle. Crazy. Um, Right, and then we have Georgie. She's like maybe seven, seven or eight. Um, She was bought from a backyard breeder in Hayward. Um, Don't go to a backyard breeder, you guys. Uh, No matter how badly your husband says he wants uh, uh, a Sheltie German Shepherd mix, because what you will end up with is uh, some kind of bastard round-em-up dog who has a horrible coat and uh, and is fat. Um, I love her. She's great. She's just she's just fat and a pain in the ass. Um, and then we have Mira, who um, came to the hospital where we used to work. She was hit by a car. Somebody ran her over. The owner um, surrendered her to me, and so now I have I have one of those. She's a little chihuahua. And then I have Morty Rosen, who came from a client at our old hospital who wanted somebody to pet sit her cat for like a year Um, and that turned into a much longer time and now he's ours (laughs) and he is the most handsome cat in the world. Um, He's real dumb and I love him and then we have um, Zinzi who came from Melissa who if you guys listen to old podcast you know who she is. Um, She had a cat that had kittens and that's one of them and uh, she just learned how to sit today.
1: What? oh good yeah for her. we taught her
3: how to sit today she's very smart <laughs> i don't know if it was coincidence but i held a treat and i was like sit and she sat down and she did it like five times so no, yeah, she cats are
2: sit. much easier to teach how to sit than dogs My cat much can easier sit too. What? yeah my yeah. cat can sit too it's it's a it's super it's very natural for them to sit so it works it works really well oh.
3: Yeah. Okay. So it's not a big deal that no, she. Can no, no, it God is a big it. deal because
2: she did it for you when you asked her to. That's a big deal.
3: Uh huh. Because cats don't. Oh, but do I that. guess that makes sense. They 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 do naturally sit. Dogs yeah. don't sit as much.
2: That's exactly right.
3: Oh, look at me learning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
2: awesome.
3: Jackie, tell us about Fury. Yes. And Jean Grey.
1: Yes. Okay. So let's talk about my oldest man first. Uh Lou. Yeah, the Lou dog. The He is a Dalmatian. He is a purebred. I don't regret getting him, but I was ignorant at the time. And (laughs) I I wasn't educated. So, uh, and quite frankly, I basically rescued this uh, dog anyways. Uh, The quote-unquote breeders uh, let him go at five weeks, which... Mm. Oh, God. Exactly. They were just backyard breeders. I mean, the the dog, the dad, his name was Tipsy. Okay? (laughs) if That's not an indication this guy was an asshole. And then uh, the the mom was name was Summer, and they were just in the backyard. They were covered in mud. They were just Aww. yeah. They were just running around, and it it was in L.A. We had told uh-huh. my mom that we were going to go to a show in San Francisco, and we took her car and we drove to L.A. And, oh my god! Uh, I saw <laughs> I saw Lou. And he was doing like this kind of like army crawl against the wall, like an idiot. And I was like, that's the one. Let's go. So we took (laughs) Lou. Yeah. And so we took Lou. He was a five-week-old. On the way back home, we were in the freeway. And there was like maybe like 10 cars in front of us, a head-on collision. Boom. (gasps) Like right in front of us. Uh, Yeah, it was crazy. Like we saw the car go from the other side of the freeway all the way onto Arlene. It's going down the 101. So you know how that's like a big patch of uh, just nothing, just like kind of uh, old dried uh, grass. Right. Eventually when you're going uh, up from LA and it was like one of those patches, there wasn't dividers. So I don't know what had happened, but the person, I don't know what happened and they came straight and it was right straight onto another car and there was fatalities, traffic (gasps) had stopped, like the cops came, people ran out to see like people were on fire. It was a whole fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) It was a whole fucking thing eventually we got home and my mom had gone into the bathroom and we snuck Lou in and we put her on her bed. And so we have these sliding glass uh, mirrors so we can see onto the bed for what my mom got out. So we were all hiding in the closet to see what she would say. And she like got out and she like went and saw Lou on the bed and she was immediately, Jacqueline! And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why me, you know? So she, she hated it. She didn't want him, but that's, we just kept him there anyways. And that's the story of my Lou dog. Um, and he is the oldest man now. He's 11. He's oh, the- and he
3: gosh. lives with them, right?
1: Yeah, he lives at my mom's house. I, uh, I couldn't take him because where I live, they – I'm only allowed to have 20 pounds or under. And unfortunately, yeah. uh, I guess I have a, a quote-unquote big dog because he's 65 pounds. <laughs> yeah, there. he's a big so dog. He's a, he's, a, he's a big guy. And I, I really couldn't tell, like, you know, the the managers here, that, like, hey, he's really just 20 pounds. <laughs> he's just <laughs> big boned. <laughs> he's a big asshole dog. So um, that's when Fury comes into play. That's why I have my little – she's a little – chihuahua pit bull mix. Uh, <laughs> she's the best. I love her she's, so much. She, uh, the mom was a pit bull. The chihuahua had snuck out from next door <laughs> and had a, a, a raging good time with the pit bull. And then came all these little puppies. They kept them in a yard for six months. And then they decided, hey, we can't keep these dogs anymore. So she wasn't socialized. She didn't have any exposure to anything. Um they dropped them off at the shelter. There was like seven of them or something. And they ranged from like Little Fury to like a 40-50 pound uh like black looking pit bull, like was her brother. Oh my god. I remember him. His name was Walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Great name. Um and then everybody else had gotten adopted because everybody was friendlier and you know, like regular puppy, like, hey, play with me, I love everything. And she was very reserved and very like shy and not very sociable. So she had gotten adopted out twice and then brought back, or the, or the um, foster lady had brought her back for whatever reasons. And then I went there, and then I was like, I guess nobody wants you, and I'll take you, and I'll try to love you. And she was <laughs> the best little fucking dog. She she's still, the best. Yeah, she loves other dogs. She's, she's She's a dog's dog. She likes to hang out with other dogs. It gives her confidence when she's around other dogs to be more social, but – as a general, she's very shy. She's very reserved with humans. She doesn't really trust them. It takes her a long time to warm up to them. But when she does, she's like really lovey and dovey and she's the best. So that's how I got Fury. I have a cat, which I never wanted to have a cat. I was not a cat person. <laughs> and now I hat and now I'm less of a cat person. <laughs> uh, no, I love my cat. Uh, Jean Grey. She uh, used to work at another hospital prior to the one that we all worked together. And we closed at that hospital. It wasn't 24-7. So when we opened the doors in the morning, sometimes we'd have little presents. And we had her and then a little boy cat. They were about a day or so old because they still had their umbilical cords attached. And I decided that I would foster her. It was my very first foster. I don't foster anymore because I'm a failure. (laughs) I'm just like, I basically birthed you. You're my baby. I could never give you away. I'm one of those. So she's my only foster and I kept her and, and I love her. She's a good cat. She's a good, she's more of a cat dog. So she's cool. I have, and she's
3: super pretty. Yeah. She's a. She's pretty girl. gorgeous. Well, she's we're going to cool.
1: post pictures of all our animals okay. um, on the yeah, yeah, IG so everybody can see who the hell we're talking okay. about. Okay. I have a tarantula. Her name is seven. I don't like spiders. So you're asking Jacqueline, why the fuck do you have you a tarantula? <laughs> I used to, I used to work at a pet store <laughs> excuse me i'm a little under the weather i used to work at a pet store many many moons ago before i got into the industry and one of the tarantulas we used to sell tarantulas i guess she was pregnant
3: no this is already a nightmare yeah
1: nobody knew because how the fuck do you know and then we look at her in the morning and there's like literally like maybe like 70 to 100 little baby spiders in this little tank and they're it's fucking yeah they're escaping through like the little holes you know the little um Mesh tops because they're eesh. so small, they're like smaller than my pinky nail, they don't have hair eesh. or anything like that, so they're tiny. And we're just capturing them all and we're like giving them away, right? And
3: I would, if I were there, I the place would be on fire and I'd be in jail because that
1: is, <laughs> yeah, not okay. It's, it, I mean, yeah, no, I agree, but hey, you know, and I decided to keep her, and now she's a real ass tarantula, she's a rose hair, and her name is seven because when I got her, she had seven legs. But now she has eight because, if y'all know, uh, tarantulas, if they lose a limb, they when they molt, which is kind of like shedding, they regrow their limb back, which is really fucking so cool. So
2: crazy. I know. So it's cool. crazy. How many times has she molted since you've had her?
1: Ooh, I've had her since 08. I've had her for like 11 years now. She's old. Wow. Which is why I think that she's a female because um, females live longer than the males. I think I recall males are like five to eight, ten years or something like that and females can live like 10 to like even almost 30 i believe oh, oh my so god that's so terrible wow. some species of them she is a chilean rose hair so she has like a pretty pink tinge to her i'll put a post post a picture of her but she yes. like i can i can handle her and do all the things with her because i raised her since so she was like a teeny tiny not even real tarantula but like any other spider i don't fuck with <laughs> but that's uh seven and then i have miss vera who is my oldest child she is a ball python. Um, her name is Vera due to a Pink Floyd song from The Wall. And she's pretty cool. She's just, you know, she's not a big python. Ball pythons are pretty small uh, in comparison. She's about five feet, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, yeah, I've had her since '06. So she's a good girl. Nice. Uh, yeah. All my animals are girls now, except for Lou
3: yes so so and we used to have a snake and um I forget who it was somebody at our old work was telling me this story about a girl who had a python and she let it sleep in the bed with her mm-hmm. and it used to sleep like all curled up right like in a little ball um and then slowly slowly she's the, the snake started stretching out next to her and apparently what it was doing was it was measuring how big she was to see if she could eat her <laughs>
1: Oh, I no. that's not that's not real. Because number one, uh, the snake is not big enough to eat a human if it stretches next to you. And it's like not as big as it needs to be like fucking like anaconda, like J-Lo right, Ice but, Cube anaconda big. Where,
3: but they can grow. Right. I mean, a python's a python,
1: right? Was it Ice Cube yeah. or was it LL Cool J? I think it was Ice Cube. I don't remember. I think it was LL. But anyways, yeah, they have to be huge. Looking it up. Like, she can't, like, she could probably go around my neck and strangle me. Yes. But can Mm -hmm, the bitch mm -hmm, eat me? mm -hmm. No. The bitch is not going to eat me. So, yeah, no. I don't don't think that that's a real thing. I don't think that they stretch along their prey and be like, can I eat you? No, they know. They know. (laughs) You don't see them stretching, like, alongside their prey. Come on now.
3: Yeah, it was Ice Cube.
1: Oh, it was. So I was right.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I No, I said ice cube and you said ice tea.
1: <laughs> I said ML, I... LL, L because I was thinking of. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, he's okay, in okay. deep blue yeah, sea. Yeah. He's in deep blue sea. Another animal Yes, he movie, is. So. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I like the reptilians. Um, I, I yes. like exotics. I like them a lot. They're my shit. And now
2: you're working in a clinic where you see a lot of exotics,
1: right? Yeah, we see a lot of exotics there. Yeah. Sure. yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. All right. So that okay. was a was whole thing, huh? Uh, let's see. Yeah. We're not, we're not, <laughs> we ask them. Um, So speaking on Louie and breeders and that thing, we did ask them if they supported breeders. 81% said no, and 19% said yes. And yeah. I will be part of the no's. I know that I got one now, but like I said, I was ignorant, and so many dogs <laughs> and animals need homes. Like, we shouldn't, yes. I don't know. I think there are
2: definitely responsible breeders out there, people sure. who are... Really making the breed better, but for the most part, like we just like you said, we just don't need more dogs. There are so many dogs that need homes.
3: Yeah, right. The see, I I agree with that too. Like, I mean, what's the point of having a purebred dog? Like, is there a point? I mean, I guess right. Let's say if you're like some sort of like shepherd in Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like of sheep in anatolia maybe you want an anatolian shepherd right Right. or 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 you know i mean god forbid you're like a hunter and you need a a retrieving dog i but i just don't understand the point like as a companion animal why you need to go pay a lot of money for a creature when there's 900 of them at the shelter right
2: if you're getting it because you you have a specific job for it to do and you're going to have it do that job then that's right. great, but like I see these huskies walking around it, down in Florida, I'm like, why do you have an Arctic breed dog living in the tropics? That makes yeah, exactly. no sense whatsoever. And uh, yeah, there's just no reason. There's no there's there is very little reason for breeding, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, no. Don't be like me and be like. I like this Dalmatian. He looks cool. You <laughs> know? get him. Now, I say that, and people don't know that Dalmatians are cute as fuck, but they're in the top, like, five most aggressive dog breeds. Yes. And a lot of yeah. people, when 101 Dalmatians came out, went and got them, and then they're like, holy fuck, this is a real-ass dog, and then they returned a lot of them. And... Um, Yeah, if you're going to get a dog that is specifically, you know, a purebred of something, you got to know, like, their background, you got to know what they require, you got to know if you suit the dog, not like, if, if the dog suits, like, just your, that you want it, you know what I'm saying? Right,
2: right, exactly.
1: Your girl uh, doesn't play. So, you know, Louie's mother didn't raise no fool. He is, he is a nice, outstanding citizen of the United States. He is really good with kids. He's good with all yes. animals. He's good with cats and blah, blah, blah. I don't think that like we asked if we, you know, another question as to like, do you think that there are bad dog breeds? Uh, I don't think so. I just think that people don't know what to do with their dog breeds, like how to yes. have like the discipline uh, to to train their dog and to treat it as the dog needs to be treated. Not like right. as right. A, a dog that they have at home you know because they have instinctively things they have a job some of these dogs are bred to do they have energy they have to let out and if you're not going to give it to them they're going to be shitty as fuck and then we got to deal with them that's right let- and not to mention
2: dogs like dalmatians and other pure breed dogs have different health problems, that mixed free dogs. So that's a whole other thing to, you know, that people don't understand when they buy these dogs, like pugs, for example, right? I used to think I wanted a pug. They're so cute. Oh my God, I want one. Then look at their bulgy little eyes. And then I read that if you put a collar around their neck, you could pop their eyes out of their sockets.
1: (laughs) And I thought, well, maybe not. (laughs) <laughs> I also I'm also a strong believer that if the breed cannot reproduce itself oh, without please, human intervention they shouldn't fucking exist okay for real that's just a personal opinion you got y'all can yeah. at me and fight me all you want but if a dog cannot produce its own kind without human intervention then yeah. that dog shouldn't be fucking alive
2: yeah agreed okay Sorry. Okay.
1: Wait a minute. All right. Let me just I'm ask a
2: question. Sorry.
3: What if, <laughs> what if, what if a human couldn't reproduce without human intervention? How okay, do you feel about that? I'm talking
1: about as a general. As a general, no, gen, just, humans can block Of course, there are complications. Right. Sure. And then you know, and humans can intervene then. But as a general, a human can produce a whole ass human without like it needing to be a whole thing. You know? Right. And okay. Yeah. 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 Without yeah, it yeah, needing yeah, yeah, like yeah. I need to make this right. appointment. These things need right. to happen. We need to right. like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just because
2: okay. a woman has a has' a, like her anatomy is too too narrow maybe that she yeah. can't uh-huh. have a baby naturally that uh-huh. doesn't mean we don't help her have yeah. a baby okay. if she wants yeah. it. right
3: okay but, but, it, but its like, different was just, from yeah. what
2: we've done to manipulate these breeds over hundreds of years I mean they literally can't be born right. naturally right. none of them can that's just oh. not okay.
3: No, I absolutely agree with you. I was just devil's advocating yeah. for a minute. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And, all, yeah. and like we said, all like, Louie, purebred. He has the classic Dalmatian. He has hard of hearing. He's always had, like, he can't distinguish where the fuck shit comes from. He, his eyes are going now, you know. He has, he has the crystals in his bladder. And so, like, y'all need to know, when you get a purebred dog, what specific things come with it as far as health-wise and conditions. I- Right. You guys are ready to get all that, then, you know, whatever, and you can discipline the dog, discipline the dog, discipline the dog. Then, yes. you know, yes, more power to you. I cannot, I can't be mad at somebody who has a purebred dog and it's a good fucking dog. Yes, agreed. Prime, for. prime example. Sure, sure, sure. Prime example. German shepherds. Now, yeah, we deal with a lot of German shepherds that are fucking shitheads most of the mm-hmm. time. If you go to check in somebody that says German Shepherd, you're like, fuck, because a lot of people get them because for whatever fucking reason, I don't know they look cool, they're guard dogs, whatever the fuck, but they don't put the time and the effort into them. And when they come this to see us, they're just fucking assholes, man. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. fucking assholes. But I've mm-hmm. seen people come in with German Shepherds and they're fucking nice, too. And then I'm like, holy yeah. shit, look at this. If people just know what the fuck to do with their dog. Everything is nice, but a lot of people don't have the capacity or like they don't understand that a dog can be disciplined. And It doesn't mean beat your dog, but it means you got to have like a like a, you know, a hard hand with them.
2: They need they need guidelines. They need yeah. um, they need rules. They need routine and they need to understand what the guidelines are. Mm-hmm. And if you don't give a dog just like a child, right, you don't give right. them guidelines, then they go. They run amok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they'll shit all over you. They will shit all over you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <That too>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they will 100% shit all over you. Yes. Yeah.
1: And also people know that if you get a certain dog, they need exercise. So don't get this hella active ass dog and you're just going to keep it to do nothing because then it's going to start fucking up your whole apartment or house or whatever because it's fucking bored and it right. needs to be stimulated. Right. Totally. That's another thing. Yep.
3: Like, do you ever go like in San Francisco, right? Jackie's all tired now. I'm tired. And, like, <laughs> you see what? these people like walking their dogs, and you're like, how does your dog stay in the fuck inside all day in your tiny ass apartment? Seriously. Like, huge dogs by any standard. And I'm just like, that is so sad yeah so sad
1: i like i'm not a hater if you want to get a specific dog even regardless of where you live but you gotta like be taking that dog out however many times a day it needs to be taken out take it to the park let it run let it do its thing don't just keep it captive essentially right
2: yeah and if you live in florida and you do get an arctic breed because you love them okay then like be sure you have a pool filled (laughs) with ice (laughs) <laughs>
3: Make sure you have a polar bear habitat in your backyard.
2: Yes, exactly. Oh
3: my God, so it's really hot here and so we got a dog pool and none of the dogs will go in it. And I'm like, you guys are all so fucking stupid. It's a hundred degrees. You're covered in fur. Here's a little pool for you. None. No. No. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> That's so I tried. That's hilarious I try. But they like they they come in, in the air conditioning. They're so cute. They go right to their kennel. They're so smart. I love them.
2: <laughs> all um, right. What other vet stuff should we be talking about?
1: So we asked them, do you guys vaccinate your pets? Yes. Now, we got some good, we got some good listeners here. 90% of them said yes. Ten, thank God. 10% of them said no. And then okay. the following question was, are you against vaccinating your pets? And thank the Lord. Thank you, all you guys. 100% of them said no. They are Yay. Not
2: Yay. Good job. So I hope the people that said no to vaccinating their pets are just cause like I can't get in or I can't afford it or whatever, which is, you know, I totally get cause they're not yeah. cheap. Although there are a lot of low cost vaccine clinics around. There are, you
1: can yeah, hit us true, up. True. If you're in the Bay area, you hit us up. We will tell you where they are, what times they are yeah. there. The yeah. prices. And vac-
2: vaccinating is so important. It's so much cheaper than treating the actual disease. That they can get mm-hmm. that you're vaccinating mm-hmm. against. So, yeah,
1: vaccinate. Vaccinate okay. your dogs. Let me tell you, and your I, when I worked on the east side of San Jose, Ugh, um, yeah. you already know Parvo's cubby. I yeah. worked on the east side of San Jose. Now, a lot of people are not educated in knowing that you need to vaccinate your pet and they need to be fully vaccinated before you take them out into the real world, aka parks, take them for walks, places, let them meet other dogs. I used to work at the clinic and every we had like a parvo dedicated room where we yep. would just kill puppies all day long because no. people, people came in. They, okay. Parvo people is, uh, it's a virus that eats the lining of your stomach and it makes your dog shit blood and barf everything out and die <laughs> essentially. Yeah, basically. yes, yeah. Basically. So, um, people don't know this. People get a dog, they get excited. They want to take it out to the park, blah, 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 blah. It is, it's airborne, right guys?
2: No, it's in dirt. It lives in the dirt. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. It lives
1: in in dirt, and so you take it to the park places that have that kind of a terrain. It can pick up the parvo and then die. So (laughs) we used to have these little puppies come in all the time, and people could not afford it because it's a lot of fucking money to treat parvo. You guys.
3: Yeah, it, it requires like time. a really long hospitalization. Yeah, they yeah, charge yeah. more because it has to be in isolation. It's so much fucking work, you guys. I and even, and even if we do
1: all that, sometimes it dies anyways, because the yeah, virus yeah. is that intense. So yes. please vaccinate your puppies, you guys. That being said, let me tell you a story about a dog named Louie who got parvo when he was a puppy. <laughs> 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 I don't know it's so far,
2: you guys. <laughs> let me see. Is Louie a Dalmatian?
1: Yes, ma'am. What? I uh, know. Uh, I feel like... And here he, he is, is to- today. And here he is today. We went to the vet because he was uh, shitting out uh, green shit and, and blood mm-hmm. and he wasn't eating. He was lethargic. All the classic signs. Like I said, I didn't know this. I was like, I don't know what, like 21 at the time or something when I got him and I was ignorant. So I didn't do my research. People, please do your research. Please um, Please do. So we took him in. He had had some vaccines, but not the full round. And, you know, that made us a little sensitive, guys. So, of course, we had a parvo. My mom didn't want to do the hospitalization and all that. But she did say that we can – They so they opted the outpatient treatment, which is, you know, meds and sub-fluids and things like that. Now, I feel very lucky and very fortunate because my baby made it through. But it fucking sucks, you guys. Like, I was crying the whole time. He looked like shit. You don't know if he's going to be alive when you wake up. Like, it's a real ass, like, viral disease that can just, Yeah. lucky for me. And then that's one of the reasons why I got into the field, actually, because I was not scared. A lot of people are scared of giving fluids because it's a big ass needle and you got to stab your animal in the back, you know, and all the rest. And I was, like, really good with it. So I was like, hey, maybe I could do this. Oh, I I love that. You know know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Something good came out of that, but, like, I would never, like, my baby was so sick. And I just feel so lucky. Thank God that he made it. but. Don't you don't want to go through that people, trust me. If you have a new baby yeah. and you're like, "Oh my god, it it can die any moment." It fucking sucks. Yes. It fucking sucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But anyways, yeah, parvo is one thing that we vaccinate for 100% of the time. Yeah. Distemper, distemper comes with the package
2: for dogs, rabies, yep. which is really, you know, important for dogs and cats. Any mammal can get rabies and um it, it's 99.9999999% fatal so vaccinate for rabies
3: okay and the other reason why you should vaccinate for rabies is just to cover your own dog's ass Correct. because let's say yeah let's say you have a pet that bites another human and uh and it's not vaccinated for rabies your your pet needs to be quarantined sometimes it gets to be on house arrest other times it has to go to dog jail Mm-hmm. um or cat jail and it's expensive because you have to pay for them to be it's like impounding your car so yep. you have to pay a lot of money to get them out yep and uh uh there's all kinds of fines associated and let's say for example your unvaccinated dog bites somebody and uh and what is it if we put it to sleep? Or no, nice I guess when you, when you, when you, when you put it to sleep, like let's say you have a dog that's not vaccinated and you go to put it to sleep, and it has bit somebody in the last 10 days or bite somebody while they're trying to put it to sleep. They will take its body, chop its head off, send it to the USDA or whatever so that they can expect, in, inspect its brain for rabies. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and that's your the dog only will not... way
2: we can test for rabies is Correct. by looking at brain tissue. So you can't exactly. do it when the animal's alive. There's no test. So yeah. So, so yeah. so yeah that's yeah, that's traumatic. So it,
1: it's a whole ass thing. I've been there. We saw those motherfucking heads Oh off yeah. Oh yeah. And we send them out. I so have, don't think we play. I, I we have done yeah. it. So it's a real ass thing. And then people and then you have to tell that to the owners. By the way, now we gotta decapitate your, your animal's head. Right. It's not. I'm so sorry. It's not, it's not cute. You guys,
2: not only that, but you as the owner also have to pay for the rabies testing. So yeah. not only do you, do we have to chop off your animal's head, but then you have to pay for it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it can be, uh, depending where you live, it can be expensive to do that testing too. So yeah. So just, so, just vaccinate. That's it's just, easy. Once every three years, one, one, just, one at four months, one a year after that. And then every three years after that, and you're good to go. So.
1: Yeah, do it. and
3: and just 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 do it, and do it. you know what? There there are side effects to the rabies vaccine. They they give them in us in in cats, right? They give them in a certain location. There um, are, there just are in side case.
2: effects of every vaccine. Well, to ever. every vaccine, oh, yeah. right? But like but like you know. Yeah. But the right. newer ones are much, much safer for cats. So there's really, there's no, the vaccines are really safe. Um, we give them in specific locations so that if we have those side effects, we know exactly what vaccine caused it. And, and that we, we put them in places now where it's much easier to fix the side effects than it was
1: in the past. So exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
3: it's better to have a three-legged cat than to have a cat with it, with no head.
1: 100%. <laughs> Which limb do you want to lose you guys? A leg or a head? <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, yeah, I'll take a leg. Like. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had sometimes people come in and be like, "Do we need this vaccine like um lepto? Leptos a big yes. one." And I'm like, yeah. "Well, yeah. if they get lepto it's fatal. We can't cure fatal." And they're like, "Okay, let's get it." <laughs> yeah. So, Yeah. Or if it's
2: not fatal, it's a, It's really expensive to treat. It definitely yeah. can be fatal. So like, yeah. And we see people think, oh, my dog doesn't go in the lake or my dog doesn't go in the river, so he's not going to get lepto. But if you live in a neighborhood where there are raccoons or rats, mm-hmm. um, there's lepto in your neighborhood. So get your dogs and cats vaccinated against lepto, too.
3: Yeah, because lepto, The, the whole yeah. thing is like, you know, you're just going to save money by getting the goddamn vaccines. That's exactly I, right. As, as a Jewish person, let me tell you how Stop. to save some money. Don't be scientific. I'm just kidding. But she's um, not kidding. As a, as a as a person who likes to save money, look, even I, I, I didn't Jew. like I didn't like coming to Nebraska and having to get the dog's license. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. it seemed like a pain in the ass. But I did it and they all have their little tags because I don't want their heads to get cut off. Right. End of story. It's too expensive. Right. The cats, same thing. On the same tip, you guys, fucking cut those balls off and get rid of yeah, those. Ovaries. I know we
2: asked the I know we asked <laughs> listeners about the neutering thing. And yeah, you know, get rid of those parts because those parts cause all kinds of problems. So <laughs>
1: let me see where we're them. at uh the the neutering right let's see yeah yep so spaying and neutering let's see where are we what the i'm failing i'm failing okay here we go are you against neutering your pet 97 percent said no yay good. thank you people yes good for you yeah
2: yeah you don't near your, your female pets won't get pus-filled uteruses. Or uteri, or whatever, whatever, um, which we call a pyometra. That's disgusting, and that makes them super sick. So that's good. Um, your female dogs and cats won't have a less of a likelihood of getting um, mammary cancer, like breast cancer. So that's good. And if you cut the dogs' balls off, they won't get prostate cancer, or they're much less likely to get prostate cancer. Um, so aggression—they yeah. won't get hit by it. a goddamn car yeah, yeah, because they're roaming looking for. Pussy. looking for a little yeah
0: <laughs> I mean, well, I I mean, I mean if it's a
2: dog they can. may not be looking for pussy so you know <laughs> I was gonna say tang
1: but then uh, whatever yeah, yeah, just, just, can get yeah. Just, just get a little action just get a fix people um, fixed. Exactly. on that subject uh, I had a young lady who slipped into the DMs and was talking to me about a situation but she saw that we were doing this vet tech stuff um, and she, she had been uh, her dog was sick right and then, mm-hmm. uh, so we were kind of going through, you know, the whole thing. And then she ended up telling me that they told her that it had a Pio. Oh, I know. And I think it's like a seven year old pug or something. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah. So, uh, she said that they put it on antibiotics and that she's supposed to spay after that is done. So we'll see how that goes. Um, good luck to you. Best darling. Of luck, Pug. Yeah. Good luck to yes. you, darling. It's, it, uh, it yeah. totally sucks. If you guys get uh, females, please just spay them. They do get what Liz said, a pyometra, which means that their little uteruses get full of pus. It can be an open or closed pyometra, which means the pus can stay in the uterus or it can leak out into their fucking body yeah. and kill you them. Need, you need so. to,
2: it just needs the, those parts need to come out. Now we talked about breeders already. If you're a breeder, you know, when, when your animal is breeding, okay, you can keep the uterus for that, I suppose. But when you're done with that, fix them. Don't let them just keep going into heat after heat after heat. Just end it. Just fix them.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, what a pain in the ass anyway, right? All of these things, all of these things, whether or not you care about the health of your pet will save you money because then you don't have to buy goddamn dog diapers while your dog is, bleeding all over your house right (laughs) again and also
1: with the pile another money saver yeah with the pyometras they come in already hella sick usually oh so sick so So usually you have to like do a surgery then and there it's like an emerge it's like a real ass emergency like your pet can die like a real you know, ass
2: emergency. A real ass.
1: Not like a regular ass, like a real no, ass. You no. Know, really? Real full ass Full
2: ass. Not a half ass emergency. <laughs> no. It is a full ass emergency. It is a full ass emergency. Yes. Like yes. Yes.
1: death is like yeah. knocking right there. So yeah. no like we said, darling, we hope that your pug makes it. We will send you all yes. the positive vibe viewers. Please send this young lady so that her dog can be okay. And I hope yes. that she does get it spayed. And you know, it's a lesson for everybody. Like, please just do that. You don't want, like, it's traumatic for the dog as well. It's fighting for its life. Right. So, so right. just, just spay and neuter your animals, please. Yes. That'll make them happier. And you, uh, if you want to chew it up, JSR, save you money in the long run. <laughs> 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 oh,
3: can I talk about another money saver too? Okay. Okay. Let's say you have a legitimately very large breed dog, right? Yes. While you're in there getting them fixed, taking out their
2: bits, tack that stomach would you please yeah so yes so what that means is the surgeon puts a little stitch mm-hmm. in the stomach so it sews it up to the side of the body wall and that way the dog if the dog gets bloat which is mm-hmm. they belly fills with air it won't flip over and the flip both the filling with air but also mostly the flip is super dangerous that makes your animal super sick that is a i don't know a double ass emergency (laughs) i don't know (laughs) what i would say but that's like a super bad 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 like your dog could die in an hour if that happens so Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah so if you have a big breed dog and you're in there um spaying that dog tack that stomach at the same time
1: yeah attack that bloat is that not a joke bloat <laughs> yeah. is real and you, you can't go. you can't just let your dog have bloat and then it's going to be okay that's not the way it works it's,
3: it's not it's not going to okay. die
1: like it's not going to unbloat itself magically you can't just like flip no. your dog around and think that it's going to unflip you know take that blow out it's it sucks And it's mainly for the big breed dogs, FYI people. Yeah.
3: I mean, because listen, let's say you live in like, I don't know, Iowa. And let's say the closest veterinary clinic is, I don't know, in Omaha. And you drive six hours because your dog has a bloat. And then you just come in and then you find out how much it is. And then you end up euthanizing your dog and everybody's crying. You can avoid that.
1: Yeah. Also, the bigger the dog, the more money shit costs. Because we base our drug, our money for, based on the amount of drugs and things that we use. So the bigger the dog, true. the more money you're going to spend. FYI. Oh, let me – one, one more thing. We talked about lepto. We didn't even tell them where it comes from or what it does. So let's okay. rewind a little bit. Lizzie, okay. you want to let the people know?
2: Yeah. So lepto is a uh, bacteria that lives in – the kidneys basically, and in animals that carry it, it just, it lives there in a carrier state. So those animals don't get sick, but the bacteria lives in their kidneys. And then when they pee, they pee it out. So this is in cattle, for example. Uh, like I said, rats, raccoons, um, they carry this bacteria. And so where they pee, uh, the bacteria goes where they pee. And then what happens is our dogs and cats come in contact with that urine or the dirt that has the urine in it. And they, um, it gets into their system and the the bacteria infects their kidneys and it can cause, uh, and the liver actually, and it can cause fatal um, kidney failure and liver failure. And uh, it's, it's no joke. Um, Not only is it dangerous for your pets, but if they get it, um, they, your pets can give it to you. So you can be, get infected with it um, from your pets. So that's what we call zoonotic, meaning that if your animal gets it, you can get it. Um, And not, and then not only you, but the veterinary staff can get it too. So um, vaccinating because it's really expensive to treat. These animals can be in the hospital for weeks on end and you may spend all that money and still not come home with your pet because they might still die just like it's like parvo right except yeah, parvo right. is to me parvo in some ways is is more tragic because it's a baby and that just mm-hmm. feels worse um right. but uh but lepto is terrible it's awful to treat um it's difficult to treat or it can be um and it can be really dangerous
3: Yep. So, and the hospitalization costs more because yep. we have to take all kinds of precautions so that we don't get sick. Yeah. And let me tell you what. I love my job and and it's and it's a great job, but I fucking hate dealing with pets in iso mm-hmm. or with like precautions like that because yeah. you got to put on a gown, you got to put all this shit on, you got to take it off. I am never convinced that the shit is clean afterwards, so I get real crazy about it. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Spare me the trouble, okay? And just back to <laughs> your pet. If
2: you like Jen, if you like JSR, God spare her the trouble. It.
1: Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So if you guys so like, if you guys take your dogs hiking or to the parks or lakes, and you see them like licking up from like streams or puddles or even oh, like yeah. like in the city because you know there's rats and shit that'll that'll mm-hmm. uh, take leaks in in little areas and your dog's thirsty and licks that shit up, or even now at, at the beaches because um, sea lions carry that shit. Oh up. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can get it if they're at the beach and they take some of that water in, they could get it yep. that way too, because it's, yep. it's the, they're shedding that too, right? The, the sea lions. Yep. Yep. They yeah. are. So, so
3: listen, we've established that you can't have a, a dog in the house 100% of the time, which means it's going to be outside at some point, which means it can get lepto. So just vaccinate that shit. So just yes. so you guys
1: know, that's what lepto is. It's a real ass problem. Yes. Um, On that note, we did ask um, if they took their pets to the vet routinely, and 97% of them said yes. Yay! Yay. I
3: love our listeners. They're so smart.
1: (laughs) Thank you. They're hella smart.
2: Yeah. You know, I I, I think about this a lot when I talk to people about taking their animals to the vet. Think about how long they live versus how long we live. So you might not go to the doctor like you may go to the doctor every five years, right? As a grown-up, maybe you go every five years, maybe it's longer than that, but your dog lives like a quarter of the amount of time you do. So anything that they get that's gonna make them sick is gonna come, it's gonna be much faster acting, right? It's gonna affect them in a much shorter period of time. And that's why those visits are really important. Even if your animal's healthy, it's really important to go to the vet, get them checked out at least once a year.
3: And listen, it doesn't have to cost a ton of money, okay? Like there are places that, you know, aren't fancy. Um, There are places that may not have a great reputation, but you know what they can do? They can vaccinate your pet. They can make sure that it's not dying. And if you take care of your pet routinely, the less chance that you're going to have to come see me in the emergency hospital because your your pet will be maintained. Now, (laughs) unfortunately, let me say that like, you know, most pets will end up in the emergency at some point, right? Um, Either because they, um, you know, there's horrible accidents, there's horribleness, they can get really sick and, and maybe your regular vet didn't catch it, but all those things can be like mediated by just getting regular care. It's not like going to, the thing where like, okay, so now I'm 50, so they just did a colonoscopy, right? They're not giving those (laughs) away for animals, right? So, you know, your pet may end up with a colon cancer that you didn't know about, and that's not your regular vet's fault, but most of that shit, they can make sure that your pet's doing okay. Nobody's in it for the money except for they are but that's a whole other thing <laughs>
1: that is actually a question that we pose <laughs> we uh we ask our listeners if they think that we get paid well and, and? Uh, let me see how many percent of these people that most of them are pretty pretty well informed they know that we poor as fuck uh <laughs> yeah uh 89 percent 89 said that they don't think that we get paid well
2: yeah Good. They're they're well informed. Yeah, yes, they're absolutely correct. There are very few veterinary support staff members, technicians, assistants, front desk people, kennel workers uh, that have only one job. They, yep. they work in only one hospital or that don't have a side gig or don't pet sit or sell, you know, Drums. any kind of I mean <laughs> <laughs> No, but, you know, sell LuLaRoe. I think you were going to say LuLaRoe. <laughs> yeah, LuLaRoe or Young Living or doTERRA or, you know, whatever. Um, and that's sometimes that's what people have to do just to survive, just to have food, just to have food on the table and to be able to pay their rent. And it's it's criminal. It's really it's sad. Um, and it's worse when these corporations are raising their prices every year and charging yeah. huge amounts of money to clients. And that money is not going to the people who are actually providing the care mm-hmm. for the pet. Mm-hmm. That's not where it the money's going.
3: Absolutely is not trickling down because no. trickle down economics is a big pile of shit. Also that. So <laughs> how do you, how do you subvert this? How do you keep your pet healthy without making the corporations rich? Okay. Number one, you can go to like an independent veterinarian um, and that's one thing. But yes. the other thing that you can do is buy pet insurance. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Just like humans in, in in places where they don't have universal health care, which they should, um, you have insurance um, either from your employer or you pay for it yourself or God knows it costs too much money. But if you do that for your pet, okay, you will not pay as much money for their regular care. You will not pay as much money when they, God forbid, have a problem mm-hmm. and that money does go to a corporate, it goes to the insurance company and all the big wigs get the money, but it's a lot better than paying $5,000 for something that you don't need to pay $5,000 for. Again, a money saver.
2: That money. I have a friend uh, that works at the clinic where I take my pets and uh, she has, she has an awesome Instagram for her um, little puppies who are freaking adorable and so maybe we can put that up on the podcast insta as well link to them um it's nini and tay tay is the insta and a hey, chair with girl, hey. guys. uh but she has pet insurance for them and she every so once every so often she'll post something because you know they have she takes them to the emergency clinic she takes them to specialty medicine for all her one dog has a lot of intestinal problems and the money that she has gotten back from insurance the money that they have paid for the treatment, for the care, is so far in excess of any of the premiums she's paid. She has right. she has gotten so much benefit and value. But for me, even bigger than that is the ability to not have to make decisions about your pet's health or their life. Honestly, right, based based on, based on money. money, because you don't want to be in the emergency in the emergency room and have someone present a treatment plan to you, and you say, "I can't afford." that and they tell you your only other option is to put your animal to sleep that's just the worst um and you don't want to be in that situation so buy insurance look
3: and again you love me i don't like having that conversation no all right i don't like going in there and saying no Here's your treatment plan and then you say to me or they say to me, "Okay, what can I cut out of this?" and I'm like, right. "Well, technically, nothing, right. but okay, sure, let's not do this thing, let's not do this thing, let's not do this thing. This is the bare bones." And they go, "You know what? I I don't even have that and and I don't qualify for one of the the payment plans. Pre- predatory right. payment plans that, that right. we will offer you as if we're trying to help you. Right. And 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 then you're shit out of luck and and we put your animal in a bag. Yeah. I don't like doing it, no. so just get the insurance. None of us like doing it. it.
2: makes it all it, it will make everybody's lives happier if we don't have to do that. Certainly, yours sure, is Be much happier yes. if we don't have to do that. So,
1: yes. Even even uh, one of one of our everybody knows one of our coworkers. She had a dog, and she's in the field, and it yep. got hit by a car, and that shit was hella expensive. To yeah. have an mm-hmm. orthopedic surgeon come in and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we get like even a professional discount and things like that. But still, that is thousands of dollars.
2: Yeah. And luckily,
1: she had pet insurance and she got 80%, like 80-something percent of her money back. Yeah. So just think of it that yeah. way. It's just a big difference. random shit that so can happen please, that you're not please. expecting. And then right. boom. Like, Do you have like 10 G's on hand for like an orthopedic procedure or an emergency that may require that? Especially if you have like a big dog. Cause that's going right. to require a lot of share, a lot of hospitalization right. time, all that shit. Like it's not things that you think about or things that you think that you're you'll need, but like when it's there, you're just like, fuck I should have. Then all the could have, should have, would have things would come into play. Right. Right. So,
2: yeah. yeah. Such a great suggestion, JSR. So
1: thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Speaking of, of, of money, we asked them, do they even know what the fuck we do? do do you know what a vet tech does? Uh, 79% of people said yes, but 21 don't. So do y'all want to explain to the people what we do, what it is that we do? So what I
2: tell people is I do everything that the veterinarian doesn't do. The veterinarian has four jobs. (laughs) The veterinarian's jobs are to do surgery. I don't do surgery to prescribe medication. I don't, write prescriptions, um, right. to make a diagnosis, which I am not allowed to do legally Illegal, and to right? develop a prognosis. So to tell a client, um, what the expectation, the life expectation is based on the diagnosis. So that's also the veterinarian's job. And right. I don't do any of those things, but I do everything else.
1: We, we basically do Correct. all the fucking dirty work. Right. <laughs> but all the fun stuff too, really. Oh, yeah.
2: That's true. That is absolutely don't true. Don't can have an abscess. That, right. I mean, <laughs> I think there are probably I don't know, 80, 90%, maybe it's lower now, but I think a lot of veterinarians actually would be much happier being veterinary technicians because they really like doing the technical skills. Um, Mm -hmm. They don't like talking to clients on the phone. They don't like the diagnostic stuff. They just want to be placing catheters and and doing the actual patient care, which is what we do. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what they want to do. And um, but you know what? Too bad. So sad. I guess you should have gone to tech school instead of vet school. And uh, you could get
3: again what money saver.
2: A money saver, (laughs) a money
1: saver. (laughs) Yeah, so so yeah. I mean, that's the short answer of what we do. We're technically, we're basically nurses. So we go in. We I don't use that word, but yeah, yeah, a lot of of fucking (laughs) people don't even like that. They don't even give us that word. Real, real nurses have a problem with us being nurses don't say be. real rns registered, nurses. registered so, nurses so here's the
2: thing so i don't want to get into a whole you know i, I don't want to make you guys i don't want to make you guys a target of anybody but here's the thing uh nurse is a protected title legally protected title in 39 states so there are boards of nursing, state boards of nursing, and they have the law on the book that says the only people that can use the word nurse are registered nurses. And I just think it makes us look petty to try and take someone else's legal title when we have a perfectly good legal title of our own, which is veterinary technician.
1: Yeah, that's fine. It's not that deep for me. I don't really give a fuck. I I know what I do. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> well, your title don't mean shit. Your title don't mean shit to me, so that's fine. Keep it. Be proud of what you do, right? I know. Like, I'm proud. Hey, of it. I know what it you're is. We're
2: veterinary technicians, and we should be proud of that. It's amazing. It's awesome. We're we're it's cool. We're, yeah, we are. Yeah,
3: we're cool, man. Um, listen, I'm petty as fuck and I'm happy being a technician. Yeah. Um, so so that's one thing. Um, but, you know, I think that like there was and there still is a movement to, to call us veterinary nurses. Like in England, they're called veterinary nurses yes. and they get to wear these awesome dresses. And I'm a little they jealous, too. but... Um, but you know, I think that the people here who want to be called nurses is just because it's easier to explain. Yes. Right. Like if you tell somebody I'm an animal nurse, then they understand a little bit more what you do when you say you're a veterinary technician, other things that are technicians are like automotive technicians and like HVAC technicians. Yeah. But there are also
2: emergency medical technicians and everybody knows what an EMT is and what they do. That's.
3: That's absolutely true, and no, I'm not arguing the side. I'm just saying I think a lot of people don't want to explain. So yeah, and I know I I I love
2: having the opportunity to explain. I love it when someone's like, "Oh, what's a vet tech? What do you do?" Then I, I mean, of course, because you know I hate to talk, as you can tell. So it's really (laughs) awful (laughs) to have to have a conversation with someone, Um, but I really do like it. I like uh, educating people, and then usually I get to tell them about all of the things they don't know about vet med and like right. how to be nice to the people at their veterinary clinic and that, that kind of stuff Ooh, girl. so that's <laughs> Ooh,
1: <girl. laughs>
2: which is a whole other thing it's right like thing. crazy or uh, and or evil clients mm, like yep yeah
1: but so in, in like, short okay hold, just, on, just hold on hold on let's let's okay, stick okay, to okay, what the, okay, we're okay. talking about all right we okay, are sorry, sorry, essentially sorry. nurses because we care for the animals we uh do dental so we're technically uh dental hygienists, dental hygienists. Yep. We're text x-ray so we're x-ray rad tech too um yep. what else what else can you put in our title
2: uh, we're phlebotomists oh, because yeah. we draw yeah, the blood, so we're phle- phlebotomists. Um, La- we're laboratorian <laughs> yeah. lab, we're lab-, lab we're techs, right. so we work in the Thank lab, you. so we do lab tech work. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're pharmacy techs, yep. Pharmacy we're pharmacy, tech. I mean, there are pharmacy techs, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But we yeah, work yeah, yeah. in the but- pharmacy, we fill prescriptions. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, we, I mean, we really do everything, and it's there not just well. Credential technicians. It's not just RVTs, but veterinary right. assistants too. So Assistant the people that don't right. have the credential. Now, the difference between those two is people with a credential. Um, most of us went to school. So we went to a, a school that's accredited by the Veterinary Medical Association. And then we sat for a, a licensing exam, a certifying exam. Um, and for most of us, most of us, that's the VT&E. Um, I also took the California RVT exam back when that was a thing. Jackie, did you mm-hmm. take the vt e No,
1: I haven't. You haven't yet, mm-hmm. you mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. That's right, that's right. Because <laughs> yes. actually, actually uh, one of our listeners did ask, like, how do you get into the field? What do you need to do? So, yeah. so go ahead, let, let them know. Yeah, so
2: I mean, yeah. I think probably the most straightforward way is to go to an AVMA approved program. So, um, and there are tons Mm -hmm. and there are a bunch of online programs now. And some of them are super affordable, like really cheap, um, Mm -hmm. which is, great. So you have this really good option and the online option is really nice too, because if you're working full time, you know, you can do it at your own pace. So you can do it as fast or you can take as long as you need to, to finish it. I mean, within reason there, they all rules about how long you can take. If you're in California and you're working in the industry already, but you want to get your credential, there's a really amazing program where you basically go to night school for 14 weeks and that qualifies you to sit for the certifying exam. So that's a really good option. It takes a lot less time than two years, obviously. Uh, but the okay. most straightforward way is to do a program, and that qualifies you to sit for the V T E, which is the Veterinary Technician National Exam. And if you pass that, then you're eligible in just about every. If you go to school and you pass that exam, you're eligible in just about every state to become a credentialed veterinary technician. Um, and it's a huge. There's a huge demand. There's a major shortage for it. Um, so yet right now we're not paid very well but i do believe really in my heart of hearts that's going to change um that we will start getting paid better um but there's a huge demand for us so another kind of less like a more circuitous route right and a less straightforward route towards to licensure would be um to work in a clinic um you know, and be a veterinary assistant and try that for a while to make sure that being a credential technician is something you think you might want to do, especially if you've never worked in veterinary medicine before, that's a good way to get your foot in the door to start doing some of the work, making sure you like it. Um,
3: I would absolutely recommend that as as somebody who who didn't do that, yeah. really. I did yeah. for like a short time. but um I, I recommend that, especially like if you're a young person yeah. because, you know how many how many people like I get clients in all the time with little kids, and they're like, "I want to grow up to be a, a veterinarian. I want to grow up to be a vet tech. I want to be just like you, whatever, whatever." Um, <laughs> and and then and then you go to school, and then all of a sudden you're you're in practice, and you hate it. Right. You might as well you know sleep around a little bit, see if you <laughs> like it, and go to school.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. School is And, usually, I- and there is are a- school is usually what like eighteen months to two years. Yeah, it's usually yep, two yeah.
2: years. Um, like if you do a, a brick and mortar program, most of those are two years. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. And there are even a couple of programs now that offer bachelor's degrees. So if you want yep. a bachelor's degree, that's a four-year degree, right? Then mm-hmm. um, you have your, your full-on, your full-ass college degree. That's what's and, up. Well, <laughs> that's what's so, up. Not your
3: half-ass. No. So there you you go. I was thinking about maybe getting some more letters because my bachelor's degree doesn't get to be on my name tag, nor does my associate's degree. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I was thinking like, what if I get a a BA in in, uh, veterinary technology and then I could have that? But you know what? Fuck that. I'm too old. I'm just going to go for the VTS. You're never
2: too old, but you should go for your VTS. I'm going to go for my VTS.
3: And that's true. You're never too old, but sometimes you are.
2: We are the same goddamn age. So don't start talking about being too old. Yeah.
3: But you did all that shit a long time before <laughs> I did.
2: You should, you still need to do it. Just do it. There, sorry. No. All right. I am. I okay. Will. Good.
3: Um, Oh, wait, I was going to, so wait, I was going to say something though. I forget. So just keep going. No. Keep right, around,
2: get a job in a vet clinic, tr- make sure you yeah, like yeah, yeah. it. Yeah,
3: Do that. Yeah. And you know what? If if you go in uh, certain places where you're an assistant, they're going to treat you differently and you're going to have to do shittier stuff. But let's say you're in that situation. You're like, oh my God, if I have to do one more fucking load of laundry, I'm going to kill somebody. Get buddy, buddy with, with a technician there and, and they will help you and they will teach you. Yep. And, we will uh, teach you the ways. And, uh, Yes, and you know what? Sometimes I'll even do laundry for a bitch. That's just saying. <laughs>
1: Me too, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like None of us
2: do it alone. That's the thing. Vet med mm-hmm. is not. Vet med is a team sport. We cannot. None of us can do it by ourselves. So, and it's
1: also a context for because a lot of times oh. you are together in a short space trying so to do, trying try to like get we are hand off this so you could get the patients this this so way. Much like, so all, much
2: inappropriate touching, so all the time. Touching. So if you
1: have a problem with people getting in your space, this is not for you. If you have a problem <laughs> with vomit, if you have a problem with shit, if you have a problem with piss, if you have a problem, um. Maggots with maggots, with a pus. <laughs> and anything like that, this is not for yeah. you. Yeah, bad smells. Oh yeah, bad yeah. smells. Look yeah. at inside seeing your co workers ass crack a oh lot. Oh God, so much ass crack. As, so so much. much ass crack. The number one Ugh. thing is if you cannot handle seeing an animal get put down, this is not for uh, you. Not the job, yeah. place. This is not for you. If you're gonna be crying yeah. every time, this you can't do it. You can't do it's it. It's rough.
2: It's rough. It can yeah. be very rough emotionally, for sure. And I mean, I don't want to bring the podcast down, but our profession has a very high suicide rate. And I, it, it does, there are lots yeah. of different reasons for that, um, but we need to take care of ourselves. So, yeah, it would really help before you get into it to, to know what to expect um, and to know that you can take care. You can handle it emotionally or that you have some really good coping skills to help you. Uh, or someone that you can rely on in your life that you can talk to, um, you know, or, or who can help you kind of get out of that headspace because it can be tough. It can be really tough. It really can. You know,
3: what makes me like, nothing makes me prouder than like seeing a baby tech that like came to work with me that was like terrified of, of euthanasia and like, horrified by by things like that and like emergencies and whatnot and now they're just badasses and they can cope right is really makes me happy
1: yeah yeah no, Agreed, it's yeah. a lot it's a lot people don't understand that you gotta you gotta be tough you can't be no weak ass bitch to be in this fucking field That's you, you gotta have true. you gotta have some <laughs> some tough skin for sure because they're gonna yes. be crying every day and nobody wants yes. to be a fucking around a cry baby and try to console them every day like we'll do it if if you're having a hard day all that the rest don't don't think that we're like cold-hearted like we don't we don't we don't want to be there for you either i mean most of us, most aren't of like us. That. But, but if you're gonna be a cry baby bitch every fucking shift we can't do it for you. We can't emotionally get to your level every fucking day to help bring you right. up. That's not, right. that's not our job. Sorry. Sorry. But sorry, you know what? No, no, we'll find you something else to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Go do some fucking right. laundry.
2: <laughs> Go do some fucking laundry. Ooh. Yep.
3: Actually, you know, in, in my current hospital, the assistants get the worst because they are the ones that process all the bodies
1: oh yeah like they they
3: are I mean they are Uh, and I don't know why that is that's weird it's really terrible but I feel
1: super bad I usually like to process my own body that
3: I I I I would prefer to do it I would absolutely prefer to do it but for some reason at this current place it's down to the assistants and shit I don't know if it's because it's supposed to like make them attuned to what goes on but I feel real bad
2: I really I am um I really, I, I don't want to say like, but um, mm-hmm. I feel honored to participate in euthanasia. So it's a Absolutely. really sacred moment in the life of a, of a family. Um, mm-hmm. So to help an animal, and usually it's a, it's a blessing, right? Usually it's mm-hmm. because the animal's really sick, because they're suffering. Right. And I can't give that blessing to anyone else in my life than my pets. I mean, I live in Correct. California now and now we have a law here that we do have a, a death with dignity law here. So mm-hmm. you, you can have um, assisted suicide here, but it's different. And um, so I can't, I have seen too many sick people suffer um, and can't end their lives in a, in a way that is dignified and gentle. And um, so I like to not like, but I feel honored to be a, a part of it. And I want absolutely, yeah, and I want to um, make that as smooth and uh, joyful or sacred or whatever the people want um, that I can. So
1: no, yeah, I I have been in very many. I have uh, peacefully passed. <laughs> I will just say that I wanted to say just killed, but yeah. you know, uh-huh. I have peacefully passed many of pets. Uh, actually, my um, IG name is Jacula, is a name that I obtained at my previous clinic because. Your girl can hit any vein. So I was usually the one that they called to perform Mm -hmm. the euthanasias because the doctors trusted me and they knew that we were going to get it done. And for the most part, it was going to go smoothly. So I used to do that all day, every day. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people were like, how can you just do that every day? Doesn't it take a toll on you? And some techs can't do that every day. You know what I'm saying? And that's fine Mm -hmm. too. You can't expect Mm -hmm. somebody to just be okay with death day after day in and out. And that's fine, mm-hmm. but me for me for whatever reason because I have no soul, it was fine. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> so. That's not why. I think it's I because you are you recognize the sacredness and the the that really special
1: place of being there when that's happening. Yeah, it's I, special. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I thrive a little bit under pressure because yeah. I know that I want to do a good job, and that job is to hit that vein so that we can. Push the solution in, and it's right. nice and smooth. And the animal goes peacefully, and everybody right. is 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 okay. And doesn't suffer, and, and, and... a yeah, lot of no pain, are, no yeah. fear. And yeah. a lot a lot of people are super grateful. They like look at me after, like, thank you yeah. so much for making that you know smooth and peaceful. And I like, I'm like, yes, Jacqueline. you, you yeah, did 100. You,
2: you you put on a big show, Jackie. But I know. I know your heart and soul.
1: I'm a little bitch. You're right. You're right. I'm a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love it. My, one of my favorite things to do in, in that scent is hit a vein. I feel like yes. a rush every 100%. time yeah. I hit a vein, too. Yeah. As soon me as too. I feel that little pop of the vein, yeah. ooh, girl. And hit, you can see the blood. Oh, that's oh, so the yeah.
2: It's like that dopamine hit, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm using yeah. my skill. I'm successful. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, so that's also yeah. – I get a little rush in it, too. That's <laughs> that's what I like. I think that's what I like. If guys. I could hit veins all day as a job, that's yeah. what I would do. yeah. What is your favorite um, thing, JSR? What do you like to do?
3: No, that's that's my favorite thing, really. And because I'm a horrible person, it has to do with hitting that vein. But it also has to do with, like, hitting that vein when nobody thinks I can. Mm-hmm. And hitting that vein and putting in that long-ass catheter and a back leg. Mm-hmm. And and people going, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, that's right, I just did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes. So for yeah. me, not only is it satisfaction, but also that I get to show off. Yes. So you know, yes. there you go. Yes, because um, I'm a horrible person, no. but um, <laughs> but I I love it. And I, I currently the place where I work, every euthanasia gets a catheter, um, which is what it is and that's fine Um, but because every euthanasia gets a catheter i i put them in places where where normally at this practice they don't do it and i have my reasons um because i think if you put a catheter in the back leg if you can then the client and the owner whichever way you want to call them gets to be up by the animal space they don't notice the doctor and and i and i've done that but um because they normally don't put them in the back leg i look like a badass yeah yeah
1: yeah, oh, yeah. I think one Love of my it. one of my proudest moments ever is uh, we had a ferret and we needed to hit a jugular vein in it because it was I don't it was a really sick ass ferret and um, every it was in ICU it was staying overnight for something or it had been there for a while and they had to get blood they had to get chemistries on it. And they couldn't do it and i guess somebody was like just go get jackie just go get jackie so I went, <laughs> yeah. and after everybody had failed and i'm like "Or oh, what are we doing and they're like we're getting blood on this ferret and i was like all right all right and then boom there it goes and then the blood started to flow nicely and inside bitch i was i was fucking yes. i was just high-fiving myself i was yes. thank you i was like shaking hands congratulations this was a team effort <laughs> You know? I think yes, I, think yes, actually, I, love I actually, it. actually have a video of it. Maybe I'll post it. Yeah, that would be I awesome. Think, I think I have a video of it. Yeah. yeah. You should. I think that was one of my proudest moments. I'm like, yes, I am that bitch. Yes, I, I am. Yeah. Yes, yes. I yep. am. Yes. But, so Liz, what is
3: your proudest tech moment? Oh my moment? gosh. I don't know.
2: Ooh, I I mean I Go think ahead, one girl. of the one of my favorite things is watching baby tech's New yeah. new skills or master a skill that they've been trying to get for a long time, or or as they gain confidence, that's something that I really love to see. So someone who I saw, you know, when they first started as a as a tech, um, and they were nervous and they didn't really assert themselves and they, you know, weren't weren't advocating for them themselves or their patients, um, and then to watch them over time, um, you know, learn how to how to do that, how to talk to the veterinarians, how to be more on, on equal footing with their, with the people they work with. That is amazing to me. And that's something I So basically
3: you're just talking about me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's something I'd love to see. And I've been really fortunate to have the opportunity to see that um, in, you know, in a few different, Places and um, yeah, it's great. It's just that is such a good feeling to know that to feel like I'm contributing to the future of the profession, that I'm helping other people um, mm-hmm. do this job to their fullest potential. That that's what makes me the most proud.
3: Well, and that's why you're a really good educator and a really good mentor. <laughs> yeah,
1: Liz is fucking good, man. She's oh, like guys. she's like yeah, the Neo in the Matrix. She is yeah. the one she is she really is she, really is. she absolutely it. is we hype you and you know i don't really hype up a bitch but she's she's uh, you can't deny it game recognize game okay well, game yeah, recognize I mean, game sure, if you don't sure. recognize it you you need to look within yourself okay because something's wrong right it's, I'm, um, I'm just but sick. seriously
2: like you know i mean Jackie, I was there when you started at the old place and Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's just amazing to see now what, what you're doing, the things you're doing in this profession, the animals you're working with, all of the, your skills, my God, it's incredible. It's just, I love it. I love it. I didn't have as much to do with your training directly, which I'm more sad about, but.
1: It's okay. Everybody can't get a piece of me. You got me now, girl. It's okay. Damn it. (laughs) Damn it.
3: (laughs) But Liz did take me from a baby. I remember her like calling me into ICU going, all right, hit this jugular. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I, don't, I can't do it. And literally today, to this day, like if I have a jugular that I'm concerned about, I think about all the little steps that you told me to to figure out where the jugular is. And, and then I hit it, but like still, it's like one of those fucking movie montages, you know, <laughs> where like the, the, they do like the voice in the head kind of thing, right? Yes. And, and, and that, and it's, you're like Simba, remember who you are? And then I'm
2: like, okay. And then I hit the, yeah, I used to love at the old place. I used to love taking pictures. So we used to have interns, right? So the students would come from the local tech school and they'd work with us. And one of my favorite things was, was to take pictures of them when they place their first IV catheter. So take a picture. And then I would usually post it on Facebook. And then every year that memory comes up and I can like look how far you've come. This was a year ago, or this was five years ago. And look what you're doing now. Um, And that's, that's that's so that's awesome, right? Like, uh, I have a person I'm mentoring right now who's going for her specialty in emergency and critical care. And that picture pops up every year from when she was a little baby intern, and she placed her very first IV catheter. And I just love that that I you know that I was there at the beginning and I'm here now while she's going for this next big step in her career right talking incredible. about
1: our, our little bomb blonde bombshell
2: yeah I, am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like her I like her a lot yeah. um wait now I'm confused who are we talking about
2: you know, the blondie, the blonde, blonde who, who used to wear her hair way up high in a big bun on the top of her head. Oh, Great set of tips.
3: This Great girl, set of tips. this yeah. girl not only has that, I would, I would. Okay. So I had to do a project in tech school and like the, the project that I had to do, like her project was the one that I based mine off of. So a, thank you very much for that. B, um, this girl used to wear Uggs to work. Oh, that's right, <laughs> and I just want to like, <laughs> <laughs> i just want to like shout out to any bitch who like cares that much about her comfort yeah
1: so <laughs> wear the uggs at work if you listen to this you know who you are bitch we love you <laughs> uh, 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 so much love
3: i did not realize that she was doing that so yeah. good for her yeah, i
1: remember i remember yeah. she, she mentioned that uh, when i yes. talked to her uh, okay, let's get back to this. Do you think pets should be considered property? For those of the, you who do not know, it, they are property. That's what they are considered. But 87% of you said that they shouldn't be considered property. So hmm. good. it is what it is.
2: I think it'll be interesting to see how that comes out. Right now they're property, which means you can do whatever the fuck you want to your pet. Mm-hmm. Just like you can do whatever the fuck you want to your car or your house.
1: Or exactly, right.
2: You know, shoes or your whatever you own. Um, yeah, and that leads why... to some really scary, awful shit that happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they should be treated like sentient beings, which is what they are. I mean, mm-hmm. not I'm not talking about treating them like kids or like human beings, but right. like, like, like creatures with feelings and some level of intelligence. Let me, let um, me give you an example.
1: You like, don't try to cut your dog's balls off with some scissors and Seriously. give it some fucking ibuprofen and think <laughs> right. that it's gonna be okay. And then you take it to us should... and you're like, "Hey, look what we did." Right. No, we should be or able to put you in a rubber jail. band around them. Exactly. Right. Don't put a rubber
2: band around them and hope they're just gonna fall off.
1: I feel like you should have okay. some consequences, like right. some fucking real ass consequences for doing that, because you don't fucking right. do that to a living, breathing thing with feelings that like they feel right. pain. They feel pain. Right. It's a real thing. Right. Hundred percent. But they're property, so you guys can do whatever you want. And then you bring it to us and we fix it. But
2: <laughs> Yeah, and pay us a lot of money. So that's, but, well, not us, but our yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
3: And, then, and, and here's, here's the thing about that. So um, you can do that and you can get called like somebody can call and say you know what i think this person is abusing their animal because they tried to cut their own bo- their dog's balls off with a rubber mm-hmm. band right but let's say that's you but then you're like oh shit this is infected and then you go to the vet you don't even get fucking punished yeah, because your dog is property and and it's very hard to get like an animal cruelties case to stick to somebody because if they've come to the vet then that means they've tried to get care and they get away with it and it's bullshit yeah yeah
1: yeah. So if you do something fucked up to your pet, you bring it to us. We will fix it. We're not going to be like you've done something right. fucked up, now you got to live with it. No, we want to fix your pet. So please bring it to us. We're not going to not try right. and help you. Precisely. So, and I just want to say that.
2: how much I love the listeners of the R Frank podcast because they are like they're they're our people. It's awesome. Yeah.
3: They're all a bunch of smart motherfuckers. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, at least 89% of them or something. Like that.
3: <laughs> exactly. I don't <laughs> know about the other 11, but <laughs> One, two, three,
0: four Well don't you ever want to play I'm tired of this piece of string You sleep as much as I do now and you Don't eat much of anything don't know who you're talking to. I made a search through every room, but all I found was dust that moved in the shadows of the afternoon. So listen, all these bits of songs you sing, they're not helping anything. They won't make So we should open up the house Invite the tabby two doors down You could ask your sister if She doesn't bring a basset hound We'll ask for things that we shouldn't miss For tapeless and the modern man For the Cold War and card catalogues To come and save us if they can For girly drinks and parlour games We'll pass around the easy lie of absolutely no regrets and later maybe we could try to let our losses dangle off the sharp end of the century we'll talk about the weather or how the weather used to be frankly that thing doesn't really interest me i swear i'm gonna bite you hard and taste your tinny blood if you don't stop the self-defeating lies you've been repeating since the day you brought me home because i know you're strong I know you're strong